Hey, Jesus Time family. Welcome back to Jesus Time, where we talk about what Jesus tells us in our times with him. And today I have a very special guest. You guys, I know I always say that, (laughs) but I always mean it. And if you knew these people like I knew them, you would get it too. And today's guest is Madison. And you guys, I love her. I love her. I love her. The other day, I think I explained to her that whenever I see her in social situations, I feel this relational shalom. (laughs) Because I feel so much freedom to be my uncensored extra self with her. And I just love her so much. So thank you for joining us, Madison. I was like, should I not say anything during the intro? (laughs) You can do whatever you want. Okay, this is a conversation. So we'll just have fun. Um, So tell us who you are and a little bit about yourself so our listeners can know you. Okay, so... I am 23, almost 24. Um, I am almost in a school, nursing school. I still live at home. You know, you got to do what you got to do. That's right. <laughs> and I'm still nanny for a family that I've babysat for them for five years. So mm. love those kiddos. And then just involved with my church, uh, my friends, and then um, just kind of preparing for a adultierhood adultierhood <laughs> oh my gosh I love that so yeah and then have like a kind of an internship I'm probably gonna do coming up with Brooks Health and then awesome yeah so it's kind of the main oh I, I yeah did I say go to UNF right now okay um I'm like a super senior and um, yeah you are I guess that's like the basic okay <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. That's so cool. I'm excited about everything in your life. Okay, so I know we've talked before and you're so open about the struggles in your life, in your brain, in your heart, and that's one of the reasons I love you. Um, Can you tell us kind of what those things are? Mm -hmm. Um, You have like two or three, (laughs) you know, way to be extra. (laughs) You know, I try. Yeah, talk to us about those things. Um, so when I was in first grade, Mm -hmm. my teacher actually noticed, um, OCD tendencies, which Mm -hmm. is not typical to be seen in young children. Uh, Mm Um, but she noticed that and brought it up to my parents and, uh, different people. And I was taken to be diagnosed and I had had other like behavioral issues, but that Mm -hmm. I kind of was able to not show while I was at school and then when I was at home that's when it kind of came out and um so they just saw the OCD things but when I was diagnosed I was diagnosed with ADHD and OCD Mm. and um I there's been just a long journey of different medications for those different things Mm -hmm. um and what was I know now you you said two or three things I'm like wait do I have a third thing well you talked well, like about, anxiety yeah like, like yeah and that just kind of seems like part of it so OCD is is a form of anxiety and oh right okay. so I but I think that yeah which actually a lot of people and even myself in the beginning like it's almost like I had to learn about myself mm-hmm. um didn't even realize that it was a form of anxiety yeah um and the thing that people don't realize is like OCD is mainly mental it's mm. mainly, it's not just, oh, you're washing your hands a lot, <laughs> you know, and which it can, mm. it can be, that can manifest that way, but mm. um, there's, there's all different types such as, you know, you can have contamination or safety or different forms of OCD, mm. um, you have multiple, anyway, and so, but 
a lot of it is basically these, uh, there's just all these obsessions that you could have basically. Mm. And then the compulsions is different things that you do to almost, um, try to quote, quote, get rid of the obsession, but it doesn't, it only temporarily gets rid of the obsession. Uh. So that's why it's like not healthy. And, um, sometimes you can even have pure, like, uh, purely obsessions and without the compulsions but anyway i mm. think people don't realize that it's largely like anxiety and different things going on in your head um mm. that are not a lot of the times not logical <laughs> to mm. many other people and so that can be difficult because you can even realize that it's not logical even to yourself almost mm-hmm. it's like why why am i fixated like why am i you know i wish i wasn't obsessed about this but um mm. so it can feel isolating when you don't feel like you're being logical. And then people are telling you like, well, just don't think about it. Just don't stress. Just, and you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cured. Um, <laughs> that was awesome, Madison. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that. Mm, no problem. Okay. But wow. uh, someone actually said that to me the other day and I had to, Kindly tell them why you should never say that. <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about that for a quick second. Okay. Tell us why no one should ever say that to someone who struggles with OCD specifically. Okay. So, and someone has entered. Um, <laughs> it is a dog. Anyway. Okay. Um, but I think that many reasons, but the first thing that comes to my head is that... Um, it doesn't matter if there's like logical things to other people that you should or shouldn't be stressed about. Um, regardless of your situation, you can have this anxiety, these obsessions, um, mm. and it can even be the most, I say silly, not silly to me or people with OCD. I say silly like other people might say sure. would be silly or small things. And um And it's also specifically frustrating because we already realize that these things are not, I don't want to say normal, we'll say neurotypical. There you go. Okay. Um, And so it just, it's like, this is not helping because this is not, it's like you don't realize that this is not, like you're thinking a certain way and our brains are thinking this whole other Mm. way and we already have all this shame about it. So also it's just like adding shame to it um, Mm. as like, like why don't, almost like why don't you just be normal kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if I'm making sense, but. No, you're making perfect (laughs) sense. I love, I think that was a really, really powerful word. Shame. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You feel shame. Yeah. For the way your brain is wired. Right. And when people tell you, just don't think that or don't be that way. You're like, you guys don't think if I had a choice, I would right. not. Like, it's, right. they're just adding to the shame. Right. Okay. And, and also even mm. guilt sometimes. As if you, It's almost like wow. your mind tells you, like, am I, can I just, like, it's all, almost mm. like I don't want to want to use the hot, um, the hot word of, of today, gaslight. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like you end up sure. gaslighting yourself. Okay. <laughs> because it's like. Oh, am I am I just messed up? Like, can I just work on this and it'll be fine? Am I just not trying hard enough? Ooh, you know. And then it's wow. like, 
yes, there's choices. There's things you can do. And I was talking with my mom about this today. Mm. There is things, you know, you can't just say, this is just how I am and there's no help sure. for me. Because that's also not true. But, um, but there is an extent to which it is out of your hands and you almost have mm. to, you have to like recognize that and come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. And say okay and like accept it and then do the things you can do and because if not you're just doomed to just stay in this rut of like shame and um and yeah and I think just you have to work on (laughs) I've had to realize that I have to have this conversation probably multiple times like many times in the future of like having these patient conversations with people (laughs) about how my brain works and (laughs) because you can almost get like annoyed or angry when people sure like don't understand you or are saying things that are like eh, not helpful sure and so that's another mm. thing it's like you have to added to all of this you also have to work on patience with communication with people <laughs> like time and time and time and time again <laughs> and sometimes I can imagine you just get tired of that yes wow so it's like it almost hearing you talk the picture in my brain I get is if someone had a broken leg and their friend came over and said to them, just walk it off. Right. And that's a, but because we can't see your brain. Right. right. We don't know. It's, yeah. And if it was like that situation, it'd be like, okay, yeah, there's things we can do to help the leg. But getting up and just walking right now is not mm. the solution. There you go. <laughs> okay. So take us through, if you feel comfortable, yeah. take us through... One of those thought process. I would love to okay. pull back the veil yeah, yeah, yeah. and take a look at your brain. Get specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you could. Okay. Um, maybe like one of my obsessions or something like that. And then yeah. Go okay. Yeah. Um, so one for me that mm. is a is a big thing right now. Um <laughs> it's gonna sound Strange, but that's okay. Um, I love being strange. Um, I love it too. (laughs) Um, so it can be hard for me, well, especially in my own home, to like leave rooms because Mm. everything I almost have to, I have to make sure I like look at everything and everything has to like be a certain way. And I'll even Mm. have to, if like a dot on the wall or scratch something catches my eye, I have to like look at it and like make sense of it. Or I might have to move something. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's like things just need to be almost, like, in place or just right. Mm. Which, it doesn't even always make sense to me, which is weird. It's almost like, Mm. it's like appeasing, whatever's appeasing my my Brain at the time, yeah. yeah. And, which is, you know, fun times. So, Mm. I just will, um, I will have to. I'm trying to work on that and so trying to be like mm. I I'm like just sometimes I will have to like close my eyes and like feel my way out of a room and like wow. quit looking wow um, okay <laughs> because what happens if you look and things are not in place right so then I'll just feel like I'm I'm continually like looking or moving or gotcha, um, gotcha. and I think that can I've thought about this and I think maybe deep subconsciously stems in perhaps the fact that like, I know I can be forgetful. I know I can be. Mm. So maybe it's like, oh, what if I am unaware? What if I forgot something? What if I left something on? Mm. What if something just. So I think some of the things are irrational, but I think it's rooted in mm. that fear of like knowing I'm 
could be for getting something important or mm. I don't know if this makes sense. Uh, yeah, it yeah. does. So you, you can't leave a room until it is however you define it in the moment. Right. Everything's in place. Right. Yes. And then if it's not, you either have to move the things right. or close your eyes yes. to leave the room. <laughs> yes. Great. So what happens if everything's not in place and you leave the room or someone tries to drag you out of the room? What's going on in your mind? <clears throat> so... I either am having a lot of anxiety. And what does that feel like? Um, it feels like, well, it's stressful, but it's it almost feels like something inside you is like tugging you. Mm. If oh. that makes sense. Yeah. It's like there, it's, t- it's like part of your brain is like Madison. Like, it's fine. I don't want to be in this room. I want to leave and I want to do other things. And then this other part of you is like, no. And it's tugging you back. Wow. And it's like, no, you cannot leave until things are right. Wow. And it's almost like it is you, but it isn't at the same time, mm. which is very frustrating because there's times where part of my brain is like, I'm so exhausted. I want to leave this room or, and I want to quit mm. in general doing this. I want to live my life without yeah. <laughs> just taking up so much time, stress. Mm. Um, and recently, this is not, this has not worked every time, I, but something I've actually tried, <laughs> which I try, I will, I'm going to start going to therapy, which I mentioned to you, oh, to get more tools. Yeah. But I try to, like, sit and think of tools for myself from time yeah. to time. And so something I've told myself, which I should just quit saying this is going to sound silly. Let's just all, from this podcast, moving forward in this podcast, assume that something I'm going to say may sound silly to you, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but probably also be very helpful. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I will tell myself, <laughs> um, so for instance, let's say... Um, I, something random like the pencils or whatever that I'm looking at I'm, I'll say like the pencils they don't need you they're fine mm. they don't need you they're cool they're chilling like they don't need you yeah. and I or like the dots on the wall like they're fine like they don't need you mm. I know that's not, that sounds so weird but it's like oh okay like okay they're fine and I can leave <laughs> that doesn't sound silly at all you are literally working really hard to change your thinking right that's incredible. Yeah. So, because I, I used to think that, it's like, I've heard over time that you can form new, like, neural Neural pathways. pathways. Yep. So that's what I'm attempting to do. <laughs> Good job. So, yeah. Good job. So, how does your ADHD fit in with that? Um, that's, you know, that's something I have some answers to, but still pondering that- for the rest of my life, probably. Sure. Um, <laughs> I, funny enough, I will say, um. A lot of people with ADHD also have OCD, which I've found that to be interesting. Okay, it's just a common uh, yes. mix. Yeah. Um, well, and also just in general, it's rarely, it, you rarely have like one thing alone. It's oh. like, well, I've, I think at least with ADHD I've read, um, okay. it's usually co, I don't know if comor- not comorbid, co, like with another, um, I don't know, not <laughs> like mental, whatever. Thing. exceptionality yes <laughs> and so um anyway so with ADHD and OCD um well with my ADHD some similarities can be with ADHD you can hyper fixate on things oh. but it's different than like obsessions because mm. like hyper fixating is there's less anxiety to it and it's more like just a focus. <laughs> yeah, intense focus that intense focus. Yeah. Okay. Um following the dopamine. Um <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but I 
I, okay, I probably have an answer. Can you, like, maybe be more specific with your question of, like, how it... Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Just what is... Um, you've shared in detail yeah. kind of the struggle with uh, OCD. Yeah. What that feels like, how that can hold you back. Right. A little bit of how you're trying to uh, get tools and what you've right. tried to overcome that. With ADHD, mm-hmm. what does your struggle look like with that? Okay. I don't know if you meant, like, how it connected with OCD Oh, good. Yeah, good oh, point. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so with ADHD... Um, I, well, growing up, there was a, there was a lot of hyperness, which that's only one, one element. Sure. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot more to it than people know. And even that I know that I'm still discovering, um, Mm. trying to be in, look at communities, whether it's on Instagram or people Mm -hmm. with, with ADHD, with like, um, insights and tips and different things I'm still mm. learning. Like, oh, that's 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 come with, that's a thing with ADHD. What? <laughs> and then you're able to be like, oh, and then now I know this and I can have tools for this. But um, mm, so one thing um, can be just feeling so scattered, mm. and it's like it's really hard to like focus in on one thing. It because your um, your executive function is like not great and so mm-hmm. it's hard to prioritize things and to mm-hmm. like know where to start and even when you know how to start like how to complete things and mm-hmm. how to like stay on top of things remember things mm-hmm. which can really affect your whole life and because mm-hmm. there's there's even more to ADHD than just that but that sure. alone even mm-hmm. can just be not great um mm-hmm. in a world where you're supposed to be doing A B C D E F G H I like <laughs> Sure. And where there's also time constraints. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing. It's like um, growing up, uh, I was – my teachers actually growing up did not want to at first to give me a plan for extra time on my tests. I needed extra time because, um, well, honestly, with it was a mix between being obsessive over things, my OCD, but also not, not being able to focus too mm, with my ADHD. Gotcha. So it was like perfect storm. Um, my teachers would say, thought that I was too smart enough to, sorry, too smart to need this, this tool to help me. Um, just the, they call it like a 504 plan. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, we had to tell them and show them the diagnoses, all these things and like show them. My my mom was, well, my mom was less than. She was ready to, you know, you know, mama bear. Um, mama bear, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. She was your advocate, right? Exactly, because I, yeah, I did not speak up for myself growing mm. up, which I've learned to do more. Good for you. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, that was where was I going with that? That was really. They didn't um, want to give you the modifications, right? And so, um, I, it would take me a long time to. Mm to do not just tests to do many other things in life but mm. for, that's just one example of how like um in a neurotypical world of like mm. just time alone as one example you're supposed to do things in a certain amount of time and it's like i feel mm. like ugh, people with adhd we're on our own time like mm. it's so and also we have a poor concept of time um oh, okay. which is interesting and like basically what that can look like is like we it's like we don't one we may not have a concept of like how long something's going to take us like Mm. like at all not even like close and so it's like oh yeah I can probably get to you in like an hour and a half and it's like a five hours later (laughs) and then um or it can look like sitting and doing something and you're zoned out like 
doing something random and you thought that th- legitimately this happens to me all the time where it's mm. like i'm pretty sure like 30 minutes has passed by and it's been three hours okay it's like literally our minds are like not in the same <laughs> you live on a different space. frequency yeah <laughs> right yeah. yeah and so that is mm, yeah that's something i have to work on <laughs> wow i love what you said before this one line you said in passing that was mm-hmm. very encouraging you said it was so helpful to read these Facebook group blogs right. so that I would know, oh, this is one of the things right, right. now that I know right. I can find tools. Right. I think that's probably one of the most empowering things I've ever heard. Yeah. And uh, if no one has said this to you, props for thinking that way. <laughs> so is there a tool for ADHD that you have found is helpful? So... One that I found recently, oh my goodness, if I can remember. Okay, I remember. Um, they're called, um, actually, fun fact, I stumbled upon an ADHD um, online group <laughs> that meets for one of my classes in nursing school. Mm-hmm. Um, just I had to go to the, um, a group that was related to health and write about it. And I chose to help myself <laughs> do this ADHD group. Yeah. And... They were talking about all these things that I've never heard about. And so that was great. Anyway, one thing they talked about was Pomodoro blocks. And if you've heard of this. No, tell me which, more. It's not a literal block, which is what I thought of. Okay. Um, blocks of time. So, oh. and there's actually little timer. There's timers that are actually made specifically with that in mind. So basically, I might not get it exactly right. I know the basis of it is like you focus, you focus full on for 25. That's a timer. 25 minutes. You and then five minute break, mm. and like twenty five minutes, five minute break, and then after so many blocks, those are called like pomodoros. Like, okay, af- it's named after someone. After so many of those, you like increase, um, I think either your work time or your breaks or both. Mm. Um, as you keep, if it's like a longer task, you yeah. start to increase that. Anyway, so because it's like our brains especially cannot just sit and focus hard for for all these hours without like like a like a, right. like, a, like a breath and like a uh, and yeah so wow that's that one sounds tool. great has have you tried that and has it been helpful i have not tried it enough uh i recently learned about it so okay. i'm gonna start trying to do it more but i have tried it a couple times and it was pretty helpful good um because it's also like instead of like oh i need to work on this assignment it's going to take me all these hours because also mm. that just causes stress. And then we like, it's like you just avoid because you're like, mm. where do I start? I'm actually ready to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is helpful to be able to know like, okay, I have these breaks set in like, yeah. and I know that it's not just going to be this endless right <laughs> time of work for my right. brain can't shut off. Right. And it's overwhelming right. and you're pre- yeah uh, you're like i already know i'm gonna be exhausted right. i can't yeah it is a big mm. mind game and so it's it, it really mm. is that's something i told you earlier yeah with taking every thought captive come on <laughs> because i mean that really god knew god knows what he's talking about um, <laughs> yeah. um mm. it's it really is you have because it's so easy to have all this anxiety about yeah. things in life that you feel like you can't do um you feel like you can't like a normal person quote quote sure and so that alone can cause you just to avoid or me personally um with my adhd mm. it can cause me just to avoid and there's something called an um adhd paralysis mm. and so that is where you like literally 
you you want to start you want to do your work you you like you're like mm-hmm. frozen and if someone were to look at you someone made a video as a joke or someone's just sitting on their phone but really inside their mind they're like I need to get up I want I don't want to just I need to do things but what do I do like I I don't I can't move like I don't I don't know what to do like you're you're like you're like mentally mm. paralyzed from from wow. doing <laughs> and so um that's why I think it's so helpful to have t- mental like tools to like mm. which I still need to find more tools and work on but that's something I've realized is like to like stop to help these thoughts because I know mm. like nothing is outside the power of the Lord of God <laughs> Oh, and so um, Madison, that's great. So, it yeah. sounds like I love that you because that was going to be my next set of questions yeah. is as a as a believer, as someone who knows Jesus, yeah. um, talk to us about how knowing him and how spending time with him has helped you or maybe even when it hasn't helped you because okay, that's yeah. life. Yeah, I some of it to a degree has been my um based on my my view of God mm. <laughs> um such as there for example there might be times where it feels like he's so far from my person like small of these like problems that mm. it's like does he mm. even if it's maybe he understands but is is he empathetic towards <gasps> towards this Ooh. and so there's times where I'm like can I actually Again, yes, you can. That's um, spoiler alert. But <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> but um, it's like, can I really go to him? Because even if he quote unquote understands, mm. like, like yes, he's God, he knows everything. But but is he like empathetic to where I can actually sit with him and talk to them about this, and to where he's gonna, or is he just gonna be like everyone else that I know in this world? That's like, well, okay, come on, just do, just do this, wow. just do this. So like that is something that has halted me with like God. <laughs> Because of my improper view of God, I love that. So tell us the proper view. <laughs> well, I, I, I am not Jesus, so I don't know the exact proper view. But the one you have found, still, yes. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, uh, um, I would say, even recently, I was talking to somebody. Maybe it was maybe maybe you were there too. I can't remember. Um, a, maybe it was in church. Wow, ADD. We don't know. Um, but. <laughs> Um, about how, like, our burdens, like, mm. not only are they not too, too big for him, mm. like, he wants to, like, take them on, and it mm. doesn't, um, it doesn't, maybe, okay, I think it was in small group, sorry. <laughs> I was like, when did I hear this? Okay, about how it doesn't, like, deplete him. Ooh. You know what I mean? I love that. Yeah, that's something that I kind of... Wow. came to a conclusion during our discussion in small group yeah <laughs> yeah because re- right because we know our own selves and how we all have all these limits it's like when we are like quote quote going to god we feel like we're like taking but mm. we're not taking like because he is forever he is infinite, infinite. we talked about his name being el olam which is like eternal um the eternal one wow and how like he's literally forever and you cannot deplete forever Ooh, say it again <laughs> say it again Okay, you cannot deplete forever. Yes, and amen. I will rewind and listen to this often. I do. And I make the same mistake yeah. that thinking God is like us, God is not like us. Right, right. Mm. 
Thank you for that. No, yeah. And that, I'm like, honestly, when I came to that conclusion, I was like, this isn't me. God's definitely put this. <laughs> you know, when you, wow. you think of things and, and you're like, this isn't me. Like, mm-hmm. this is yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so sweet to give us right. what we need. Give us the truth. That right. We, and um, I, so that's one aspect of it is knowing mm. that it isn't a burden. And not only is it not a burden, like he desires yeah. to take it on. Yeah. Um. Kind of like in your one of your podcasts, we talked about loss and grief, like how he desires mm. to sit in your grief. Yeah. Like he desires to take on your burdens, which is as someone who very much, I'm just going to say this, does not want to take on everyone's burdens. <laughs> Heard. I'm, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's that's not like, fun. That's like, wow, really? Mm. <laughs> yeah. And um, wow. it, it, something that Love I it. think of, this is going to sound silly, but um, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but apparently elephants when they see humans their brain lights up the same way as when we see puppies and so i'm just thinking to myself if elephants look at us that way how does the lord see us like 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 elephants i love that it's like we can't even imagine how he looks at us Mm. and delights in us Wow. Um, and that's another aspect is like the reality of how he delights in us. Because mm. we always think about, I think we hear over and over again about delighting in the Lord. Mm-hmm. But I think the other aspect that's not as, or at least to me, mm. talked about is like how he truly delights in us. Like it's a mm-hmm. two-way thing. Um, wow. And perfectly delights in us. Mm. Um, and how he literally, when he sees us, is like his face lights up and he just wants to run to us. Which is like... I have to, like, remind myself of that because I honestly, as the Lord knows we forget, he reminds us of things a million times all the time because he's so patient and loving and yeah. (laughs) But it's, like, reminding Mm. myself that he is a personable God and not this high in the sky, just um, ruler, just... Like, he's yeah. both at the same time. Right, right, yes. And we can't yes. comprehend that. Yes, like, the, the the ruler part is very important and amazing. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but sometimes if that's all we know of God or right. what we are kind of hearing right. more recently, we, it's harder to connect with the right. personal. Yeah, I think it's almost like you can get, I think it's mm. always considered a rut when you're lacking any aspect of God. Ooh. It's like, you know, it's like, it's like, I think you'll get in any sort of rut yeah. based on what the part that you're lacking of viewing God, and viewing really God. Good. Yeah. So it's like, cause I think you can also get mm. in times where you're like, he's just my friend and he, you know, and mm. we're just friends, but, sure. but also we forget that he's ruler. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, so oh, that's good. The, I think the right way is just, yeah, that he is personable. Like he delights in us. He, we can never mm. deplete him like, or burden him. Mm. Um, and like he, he understands. He's yeah. been through it. Yeah. Um, which is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, so just wonderful. knowing, yeah, just knowing that you can literally go to him every second of every single day. <laughs> wow. I love that. And what a great picture that you've painted. You know, it's it's one thing to hear someone say, you can always go to God. and But it's a whole other thing to hear someone who has struggled to go to people and has received not helpful things for right. people understand that God is different right? and experiencing that. And right, that's exactly. really encouraging. No, for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Madison. I'm so encouraged. I love you so much. Oh, okay. So, um, is there anything else that from your struggles with, um, OCD, ADHD that you think is helpful for us to know as 
people who are Jesus followers? So, I here, I'll try to talk as I pull this up because I'm not going to say everything. I just remembered mm. I kind of hit some of this at a talk. We talked about neurodivergence in a, over the summer, yeah. um, which was also, I would encourage anyone listening and and your friends, tell everyone, um, yeah. to like take the time to like ask specific questions to your friends who are like ADHD Ooh. or have autism, different things, like different ways of thinking to ask specific questions of like how they're wired. Ooh. Because I think that, um, that will create better relationships, but also better understanding and then how you can better love them. <laughs> because I guarantee you, there's like your assumptions, at least to some degree, are wrong. <laughs> that is very helpful. Okay. Yeah. Will do. Asking questions about how they're wired. Yeah. So, I- and I, I, I don't think this is the main thing, but I guess I make notes all the time, apparently, about ADHD. So, found one. Uh, I guess just, I'm just scanning this for something that pops out. Um, hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, one thing that came to my head because, like, for me, a big thing, um, there's probably more than this, but it's okay. Um, like I said, just, you know, ha- start having conversations. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I can't hit all the points. But sure. um, something for me I know is um, trouble regulating my emotions, which is a part of mm. ADHD. Um, and that can be troublesome in friendships and relationships. Oh. Um, so I would say, like... It's like I, of course, will work, try to work on myself. If, if also on the other side of it, it would be super helpful um, if you know someone with ADHD to just like try to be patient, but also in a different time maybe talk about – you fully talk about how it affects you because that's valid too. Mm. Um, but also um, talking about, you know, how can I help you in this and um, mm. kind of just – because I think there can be a lot of anxiety when we – don't handle our emotions the best Mm. of also thinking does this person still love me like does so kind of just you know affirmation is always great (laughs) but um just of course no one's gonna be perfect in that which is totally fine but just having those conversations Mm. of um how you can even help someone in those times of stress or when they feel like they can't like deal with their emotions even it's just like hey let's go let's go outside or something or or do you want to or like hey feel free to like leave if you need to to like take a sec you know like um Mm. just those little things um and like I said you're like you're not our mom so we don't expect (laughs) people to be like sure (laughs) sure but for someone who's curious about how can I love my friend better especially knowing what you said earlier that it's very isolating right (laughs) and there's already a lot of shame right (laughs) Having good relationships where right. you can help with those things by asking questions when you right. see that you are very emotional, giving right. you the freedom to take a minute. Yes. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, think those are, that's okay. I think those are very helpful things. Yeah. And just yeah. So mm. just I guess with also the anxiety part of mm. it, like whether it's OCD or whatever, just um, understanding. I think also understanding that it can happen seemingly randomly mm. um and one don't assume about it because you really might not know what's exactly going on in someone's head like it it sure you know don't assume that it's that you did something or anything oh, like good. sometimes anxiety just has mind of its own and just allowing uh the space for us to kind of have a moment because it's not always helpful mm. to be like 
like how are you are you fine do you need something da, 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 da. like mm. that is helpful to an extent but um sometimes <laughs> that adds to the overwhelm yeah like maybe if you see it just and uh, just give us a moment or at another time you can ask because everyone's different. Like, hey, would it be sure. more beneficial to to first give you some time before I ask? Sure. Or ask first. Yeah. So That's beautiful. Like the main thing is just communication. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I love even the invitation to ask questions and to not be afraid to say even how it affects you. Like mm-hmm. you, I love how intentional you were about um, – giving balance to both sides of the mm. friendship equation. Right. You took ownership right. and you also invited other people to, right. hey, do this if you want. I think oh, that's yeah. good. That's, I will uh, say, uh, that's, that I that is something I had to work on because I think growing up, you're like, especially as a kid, mm. you're just like, why doesn't everyone understand me? Like, you should just know what, uh, and like, just, you know, and um, I, sure. well, I've always been like empathetic towards people, but sometimes, especially when you have so much stress, it's, mm. it's, it's, it is hard to come out of that to be like, like this person, they have their needs too. Like, mm. it, it's weird because I'm a really empathetic person, but within those times of like intense stress, yeah. it's like, I, it's like I'm having to work on in those times. Yeah being like, like this other person, this is affecting someone else too. Mm. Like, it's not just, it's not just an excuse for me to emotionally or wow. verbally like do or, you know, yes. whatever. Wow. So that takes some wow. active. Way to do the work. <laughs> yeah. That is, I, I, that sounds like you have done some work. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good job. Wow. And it's hard. And I think it, it also yeah. is probably helpful for us to know you are working. Yeah. You're working hard and it's yeah. still hard. Right. But, but there's yeah. grace and that's helpful too. Yes. Yeah, wow. Sure. That is so incredible. Madison, oh my <laughs> gosh. I am I am so encouraged and thankful for what you've shared and how you view God. And that just makes me want to run to him. <laughs> I love that. Um, and so since this podcast is called Jesus Time, yes. can you share what you have been learning and what God's been telling you in your Jesus Time recently? Yes. Um, I was thinking about this earlier. Um <laughs> Fun, fun thing about ADHD is just random yeah. brain, <laughs> brain farts. Um, but, <laughs> um, so I think recently God, first and foremost, is trying to remind me of that, like, in everything, like, he's through everything, like, he's inviting me to just, um, inviting me to invite him into <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah. um, And I think for me, personally, it can be easy to just be inside my own mind without God. Ooh. (laughs) Okay. I can can understand that. Yeah. And so, actively pausing and being, like, inviting God into that instead of just letting your thoughts run rampant. Like, still, you can just, for sure, like say anything with God, like to, yeah. you know, but inviting him in, um, because I think that changes everything when it, yeah. when it's like, yeah, because your own thoughts will lead you astray. Um, mm. and so just also moments where maybe you don't think of like, mm. like whether for me, if I'm socially in a situation, like it's like, mm. okay, if I'm having anxiety, like he's with me right now, like mm. just times where you, or maybe me, like, I forget to be like, God's here. Like, mm. I can just, 
go to him in, yeah. in everything. Yeah. And so that's what he's trying to remind me of. Um, not just trying to do things on my own. Mm. Fix things on my own. Okay. Um, and then um, I think just... Um, earlier Mm. um oh okay this is the other big thing is that god is teaching me like to be content with not having the full picture Ooh, that's a big one (laughs) yeah which i know we hit on that in a in a women's event recently (laughs) um but that as someone who like has ocd and then has all these anxieties about the future and whether I'll be able to make it, like, as an adult human being and <laughs> just all these things. Um, really, more so recently, it's just realizing, okay, like, I don't get to, like, know the full picture. Only God does. Mm. And I don't need to know the full picture. Ooh. And what it looks like to actually trust God, like, moment by moment. And also mm. God telling me, like, like you, like, having the freedom to not worry about the what's in the future. Mm, like, wow. that's something that has changed. Like, he's trying to change in my mind of, like, it's not um, this stressor to not have to. to uh, you can. It's a freedom to just give it to him, the future. Wow, gotcha. Yeah, and so I'm like, okay. And so what does it look like in the here and now? What do I need to be doing? Mm. And so taking it step by step and not thinking what could go wrong, what could be in the future, um and god's just like what does it look like to trust me Mm. um in the smallest little things here and now Mm. um because also if you can't trust him with the small things like yeah trust him with bigger things wow (laughs) so i love that reframe that not knowing the future is not an anxiety inducing thing right it is a freedom thing right (laughs) it is a weight you don't have to carry right madison i love you thank you so so much i i I am blessed. And I know our (laughs) listeners are going to be blessed. I love you so much. (laughs) Guys, thank you for joining us today. And I pray that your Jesus time is full of the God who is excited to bear your burdens and excited to see you. I love you all so much. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye.